Judge, Judge is ready. ready. Okay, Kurt. I tried to write a really good intro this week, but I kind of got really focused on trying to casually make puns. Mm-mm. Puns are a way of life. Do or do not. There is no try. You state the truth. Oh, God. You're going to force these through no matter what, aren't you? It's not my fault I'm such a ripping good time. Eh? Eh? Are you done? I just hope this episode isn't a catastrophe. Do you get it? Do you get it? Because we're going to hand out trophies. I regret ever asking you to co-host this with me. This podcast used to have standards. This week, we'll give you the lowdown on the upcoming WFCA State Tournament in Ripon. We'll walk you through all the information you need to know, some helpful hints on making the day run smoothly, and some of our favorite state stories. This is Forensics Faces. Kurt, are you coming back? No! Theme music? I'm back. You're back, Kurt. Hello. Do you want to tell everybody how you talked me off the ledge just now? Oh my gosh, yeah. I sang uh, that song from the 90s called Jumper, where, step back from that ledge, my friend. And then you you so desperately wanted me to stop singing that you were like, okay, I'll come back. Yeah, all right. Fine, fine, fine. Yeah, you do not want to hear me sing. <laughs> Singing is is the curt end of the podcast. I will I will happily dance for you though. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm Why a horrible dancer. That's all I know. That's literally just the part that you said. That's all I know. <laughs> I, I'll I'll text you the lyrics right now to keep going. Okay. Or we could actually just like start the podcast and here we go. Talk about things. We things. just had a wonderful weekend off from forensics. I slept in on Saturday. Can we talk about how glorious it is to sleep in on Saturdays? Now, how do you define sleeping in on a Saturday? I woke up at 9.45 and didn't get out of my bed until like almost 11. I pretty much... That is legitimately sleeping in. Right? That's good. It was delightful. That's awesome. Did you sleep on Saturday? No. (gasps) Kurt. Um, But I kind kind of slept in the weekend before when I didn't... Well, no, like two weeks before because we didn't go to Wapaka. So I've already had my sleeping in moment. But no, this Saturday, well, and technically it's still sleeping in for forensics. 7, 15, I Yeah, think I that's totally sleeping in for forensics. Yeah. So yeah, it was still like awesome. And I still had that moment of like, should I be at a forensics tournament right now? My body was like, oh, hey, at 5.15, it was like, do you have somewhere to be right now? And I was like, uh, nope. nope. Turn my phone back over, snuggle right back in. It was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. It is. And the the part about it that's really nice is that you get get the sense of what your life is going to be like again once forensics is done. Oh, what a beautiful moment that is. the thing that sucks is like you start yearning for it then and it's like, oh, there's still so much to do. Yeah, <laughs> like, there's still so many things. We still have a state tournament to go to. Yeah. So... But I'm excited about the state tournament. I'm always excited about state. And not for the reasons that most people think. I love state so much because it is like the one time a year when we see everybody. Exactly. I give out so many hugs at state. I remember last year... Someone, one of my students would be like, are you going to stop hugging people soon? And I was like, no, it's only 8.30. There's yeah. still so much day filled for me to hug. There's so many people to hug. Because yeah, no, it is. It's so great. And because it, yeah. it's not just the coaches who you see a lot of times throughout the year, but like previous coaches who aren't coaching anymore will show up to judge. Mm-hmm. Um, some people like only seem to ever pop out of the woodwork for state to be a judge. Yeah. Um, the people at Ripon who are such good helpers every year. Oh, former only get students. To see. Yeah. So it's, it's exciting to... To go back there and hang with people during state. And then there's, you know, that little thing, that little forensics competition yeah. going on at the same time. Ugh. 
So don't want to focus on that too I much. Know. And exciting things for me because I finally get to announce the scholarship award winners and the winner of the Hints Memorial Award, Fancy. which only a very small group of people know uh, who those recipients are. So I'm. Will I'm you tell very me when excited. we're done recording? No. Okay, but will you like text me when we're done recording? No. Will you Snapchat me when we're done recording? No. Will you make a vine and then send it to me, like private message? I don't even know how to do vines. Oh, fine. I'll so, wait till Saturday yeah. like everyone else. Exactly. What benefits are there to me recording this with you if you don't tell me all the cool back <laughs> information? Like, there's none. There are none. Just I, I'm still not sure why we're doing this. <laughs> because I get a place to get out all of my puns and more excuses to talk about forensics. Yes, which... Because it's what I do all the time. But it'll be nice to go back from having a week off. And I'm, my students were on spring break last week, too. Yep. So I haven't seen a lot of them. And I'm recording this instead of practicing with them. Uh-oh. So I'm excited to go back and see them and squish all of their little hormonal faces. Aw. Sounds really inappropriate when you say it like that. Does it? And- I didn't mean it to. I meant hormonal in that they, they have acne and they're a little bit sweaty. Aww. But I still love them. Your kids are gorgeous. Don't worry about it. Oh, kids. thank you. They'll grow out of it. <laughs> But this year's tournament, we are so excited about. They, mm-hmm. the at the WFCA Twitter has already posted mm-hmm. the numbers for the weekend. So we've got 68 schools from across the entire state of Wisconsin. Over a thousand students will be competing, and they'll be judged by over 200 judges. Yep. Holy crap! That's so many people. That's a lot of people. Also, while they're just actual ripping college students who just like actually go there, just hanging out and trying to compete with all of our. Is that a thing that happens? Those poor kids. Oh. If I, if I were them, I'd get the heck out of Dodge. Right. It's a good excuse to run away. Yeah. So, and before we get too far into this, shout out to Mr. John Peschel, who within an hour last week oh of gosh. us releasing our podcast, um, had obviously listened and was texting me to say, you should do a podcast about state and all the things that people should know about it. Could that be because John Peschel is one of the co-directors of the WFCA state tournament? Yeah, it absolutely is. So shout oh. out to him and shout out to him and Elliot who are working their hinders off, I'm sure, this week, getting everything ready. Mm-hmm. And the Congress Director for State, Tim Scheffler, who I know mm-hmm. has been reading all of the bills and getting everything prepped for that to happen, too. So God bless that man. Right? Those yeah. three gentlemen holding it down for us. So mm-hmm. if you see them this weekend, high-five them. Or if you see them and you listen to this after this weekend for some reason, just high-five them and don't tell them why. Just like raise your <laughs> hand up and be like, high-five! And then they'll just give it to you and be really confused about it. But we will fully embrace it. So we, so I, being the uh, official script writer for Forensics Faces, mm-hmm. I reached out to John Peschel and asked him what sort of information he wanted us to pass on, as well as some information that you and I know is integral to knowing before you show up to the tournament. Things that you should know and be aware of to make the entire day go much more smoothly. And so we've got a whole bundle of information for you guys but we promised to be like fun about it yeah we're informative and cute well i can't see us but i'm sure we i'm sure we sound it now you made that promise we have to be informative and cute i'm wearing really bright colors today i'm obviously i'll be informative you be cute deal all right so first thing to know everything on college campuses obviously has a name Rippin hands out a map and a lot of people find it super confusing but don't worry about it just actually take a second and mm-hmm. read it. Yes. It's not that hard. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a map. Yes. <laughs> so. And I understand that youths don't always read maps. You're used to Google Maps telling you where to go. But 
Helpful tip number one. Mm-hmm. Red shirts are what we refer to the rip-in college students as who... It is their job to know everything that is happening that day. Yep. So they can point you in the direction of every building. They can tell you what the, what the schedule is, where the nearest restroom is, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Now, it's not just any old red shirt. Like, don't just walk up to any human wearing, <laughs> wearing a red, red shirt and expect them to know <laughs> stuff about Rippin. They actually say, like, Rippin College or, like, staff or, like, ask me a question. They, they always get a t-shirt that says something to indicate, I am the person who you should ask questions and they're posted in every building that there's competition in Mm -hmm. like even on the pathways is where they are they're the ones at the shuttles reminding you when you ask what 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 categories are at the at the middle school and high school they will tell you because they're going to have told it to 600 other kids slash people so make sure to one use them but two don't abuse them be nice to them now here's something i don't know because i haven't ridden a bus up to Ripon like ever for state day do they still get on the bus and give you directions they do okay they, so they come on and they and they ask you they try to hype other, you up my other piece of advice regarding the red shirts is actually listen to them when they try to tell you things so it may seem like oh come on we just got here we want to get off the bus you will have a better day if you take a moment and listen to those happy folks in red and one of my favorite things to do is to lightly haze the red shirts because they come on the bus and they're like, all right, who's excited? And I always tell my kids just to sit in silence <laughs> just because I really like that moment. But the you'll, the main place is the Pickard Commons. Uh, postings are here. Announcements are made there by the guy whose voice grates on my eardrums like a Goodwill cheese grater. But he's rusty such a nice guy. and it's dull and it gets the job done. But... He, yeah, he's nice he's and he's constantly nice telling guy. you things, but just personal point of preference, I ain't about it. But I, he, I almost, when I saw this, was like, we shouldn't say that. But then again, I don't like Tim Sheaf, and I'm sure I'll be saying that the about same him. about him yeah. when it comes time for NSDAs. So. Whereas I am like Tim Sheaf fangirl. Right. So, so different, different strokes for different folks. But yeah. So if you're a student, that's all you need to know. Go to Pickard Commons. Yes. If you are Everything not is in there. competition at that exact moment, go to Pickard Commons. It Everything is the place you need to be. is there. Yes. Um, and the other place that is of information is the Harvard Union, which is where TAB is located. So if you have any questions about things that might need to be brought to TAB, mm-hmm. that is a place to go. It's also where the judges' hospitality is. So all the judges will be there. Yes. Also, Melissa, helpful tip. The bathrooms in that building get used a lot less than they do with the yes. in the commons. So just go there. Yeah. They're cleaner. They're less frequently used, and you have access to them. Yep. So total pro tip: go so use the, if you're the restrooms a, there. If you're an adult, Harwood Union. Yes. If you're a kid, Pickard Commons. If yes. you're an adult, Harwood Union. Get those in your head right now. You will have a great day. And so, as we talked about before, there are shuttle buses with over a thousand students competing mm-hmm. we're not going to all fit on the ripon college campus so they have us at the ripon high school and middle school the shuttle buses leave from the commons like i think it's like the north side of it mm-hmm. there are lots of them so many i repeat the buses are shuttling near constantly at the For beginning the of the morning. day yeah and after third round is done to bring you back to the college campus please do not freak out if all of you do not get on the first bus. Correct. One, judges have priority to get on that bus. And last year, 
a kid almost elbowed me in the face, and <gasps> I was not okay with it. Do you remember what this kid looked like? No, but if I, oh. I probably would like recognize him if I like saw him in a lineup. I'd okay. be like, your elbow guy. But <laughs> so make sure that you are respectful of that. And everyone's going to get there. Mm-hmm. They're not going to start without you. Everyone's going to get there. They run constantly. Yep. Also, be really nice to those bus drivers. A simple thank you as you get off of the bus is great because they could be sitting in the judges' lounge drinking coffee, hanging out in bus driver corner, which we all know is the coolest the place coolest. to be. Yep. But they are instead making the choice to shuttle you back and forth out of the kindness of their hearts. A simple thank you goes a very long way. And I had a student do this a few years ago. Do not leave your visual aid on the bus because then you will have to stand outside and wait for the bus to come around again and then hope that your visual aid is on there and that someone didn't turn into lost and found back at the college campus and then get on the shuttle bus to go back to the college campus to get your forgotten VA and then ride it all the way back. Just keep track of your belongings. You're almost adults. Yes. Just do it. It's okay. Preferably bring very little into the state tournament. Yes. They they tell you locations where you can leave your belongings. Please listen to them. Yeah. And again, remember that you're sharing the campus with all of the students who are there. Do you have any notes specifically for coaches, Kurt? Yeah, I would say the most important thing is that in this week leading up to the tournament, make sure that your team roster is updated on SpeechWire. Um, You can make changes up to 4 p.m. on Thursday. And anything that comes in after that, you have a kid who gets sick. Um, I cannot think of any other good reason why your roster should change after Thursday at 4 p.m. If that change needs to happen, you should text or email John or Elliot directly. Um, Their contact information has been provided in the emails that have been sent out to all of the coaches who are currently signed up for the state tournament. So if you are not getting those emails, you should probably contact them ASAP. You should get worried. Go take care of that. Go take care of that right now. Um, And then... We say this every week. It's on every tournament invitation. Literally every single one. But this is so important on the day of state when you are dealing with 68 teams and hundreds of judges and a thousand kids. Text or call in any drops that morning. Do not, do not think that you can be the cool kid who has no drops and like just breezes in at the last second. You will be... Like you will feel the heat of their. The gaze stink eyes will be real. As, the as shade will be dark. Yes. It is so inconvenient to be waiting to run schedules um, when it's one school, and especially if you're a school that has like kids in ten different categories. That means ten different schedules are waiting on you, just in case you have somebody drop and they need to rebalance those rounds. Um, it is of the utmost importance at state. It's important every week, but really at state, those rounds should be balanced. Yep. It would be completely unfair if there was a last-minute drop and some kids are competing against four and others are competing against six or seven. Call in your drops, guys. And Do even it. and here's the other thing that I think, and I've been guilty of this too, because um, we will often stay close by. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're one of the teams that overnights and you don't even plan on leaving the hotel until seven o'clock in the morning, find a reason to gather your students together in the morning, make sure they are dressed and healthy and ready to go and text in before 7 a.m. Please. And please even if you me. have no drops, remember, you still need to check into the tournament yep. so that they know that you're OK. Also, informing them if something happens to you. 
The Sheboygan schools are a testament to things going wrong, despite oh, all of our best efforts. Oh, and we are so lucky to be part of a friendly community that was so understanding and so accommodating. So please make sure you just keep everyone updated on what is happening. Also, it is your coaching responsibility to bring quality judges to the tournament. We this talk- is state. This people. is the state this tournament. This is state. I am shaking my finger. Finger so aggressively. This is state people. <laughs> it is it is so important to bring judges who are knowledgeable and who are informed about what's even just happening for the mm-hmm. day and who are empowered. If you are not bringing quality judges, you are harming everyone involved. You are you are providing ballot or critique sheets to students with no information for why they didn't do well. You mm-hmm. are providing no benefit for coaches to try to explain to their students why something didn't go well for mm-hmm. them. You are ruining an experience that a lot of students spend their entire season looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Bring quality judges. You as coaches are... powered by the WFCA and given tons of resources to make sure that your judging pool is beyond excellent. Take advantage of them and bring judges that are worth the money you're spending on them or worth the time you're committing to them. And no matter who you are, you have a maximum entry limit of 25 kids. That means all you need to do is bring five quality judges. If you don't know five people who are quality judges, call me. Yes, email us. I have folks sitting at home. Maybe they're available for you. Every year, students get disappointed because they get to state and are judged by people who are frankly not qualified to be judging them. And that is a mistake on the coaches who bring them to the tournament. Please feel empowered to bring quality judges and to take the time to do so. I know it can feel like it's really hard to find judging pools, but there's a group on Facebook for WFCA judges, for coaches to reach out Mm -hmm. and find judges. And I can already tell you that there are lots of people who've been reaching out via that page saying, hey, does anyone need a judge for state? I'm available. So please, if you are one of those judges who's like, I don't have a lot of, the the pickings are slim for me in these parts, (laughs) get on the Facebook page reach out to those people. A lot of them will take care of their own transportation. And a good amount of them are completely volunteers. You don't even have to pay them. So make sure you reach out to them, post on the Facebook page, take advantage of all the resources you're giving us because these kids deserve it. And so do you. Amen. And if that seemed a little preachy, apologies, but it really... Sorry, not sorry on this end of the table. Yeah, we would not be this passionate about it if it wasn't such a problem year in and year out. Let's make it not a problem anymore. Please and thank you on behalf of all forensics participants in the state of Wisconsin. We beg of you. Um, And something for everyone to do before the tournament. All of the information for state, the schedule and everything, is already posted on the WFCA website, wfcaforensics.org. Go there, click the state tournament link, and you can see the schedule. Reminder, there are semifinals at state. So what? I know. There's a whole extra round? I know. Insanity. Yes. <laughs> Familiarize yourself with the schedule. Look where everything is, where it's going to be posted. That way you can provide a better timeline. There are lots of buildings you're going to be competing in and judging in and things to keep track. And again, there are places, there are categories that are not on the campus. They're in the mm-hmm. high school and middle school. If you go ahead and reach out and take advantage of all the information that John, Ellie, and Tim are providing, then you are going to go into that tournament feeling much more relaxed. Taking 15 minutes to read all the information provided beforehand is going to make that day so much less stressful for you, for your students, for your judges. Take advantage of it. 
Yeah. Please. And you know, there's one other thing that comes to mind that I didn't think of until just this second. But you as a coach, let's just not expect our judges to know the WFCA rules. Please make sure you double check those WFCA rules, especially because they have changed a lot in the last three years. We've we've gotten rid of categories. We've gotten rid of the 30 second music uh, limit. We've gotten we've added platform music to interp categories. Mm -hmm. Know those rules. Because what we would love to avoid this year is having anybody come to the tab room and say, I think you need to disqualify somebody because of this rule. Yes. Give TP a break. It is. Can you, like, unless you've been in it, how can you even imagine how awful it must be to have to walk up to one of your kids at the last tournament of the year and say, you got nailed for a rule violation? Mm-hmm you're disqualified and then they get on the bus and they see those critique sheets and the critique sheets are good scores and they would have moved on i mean heartbreak beyond heartbreak avoid it just know the rules and make sure your kids aren't doing anything that's going to get them disqualified please and thank you and if there's a question if you think you know what we've been towing the line with this it's been questioned a couple of times get a TPP determination before the tournament. Yes. Right this moment, you can email Carrie Baker, who is the head of the Tournament Practices and Procedures Committee of the WFCA. You can email her and you can ask, is this a rule violation? And her committee will consider the question before state even gets here. And if it is a rule violation, you can make a change. If it's not a rule violation, if it comes up at state, TPP has already made their determination and it will sail through. Yep. There, will, there will not be a problem. You might not even be contacted because they'll be like, oh, that guy. Yep, we know about it. Yep, we got already an email already cool. this week, took care yep. of it. They so put in you, the work. If you have a question, ask it now. Don't wait Don't wait until state and see if you can get away with something. That's, yes. It is... Uh, it may seem like like the hopeful or the optimistic thing to do and like let's take a chance maybe it's even a little bit exciting yeah. um, but what that represents is sometimes literally hours of extra time spent determining whether a problem is worthy of disqualification and that question is taken very seriously at state we do not disqualify lightly no and it and it's not something that the TPP doesn't love disqualifying people either and so that's one of the reasons they deliberate so hard and one of my i had an issue with this last year so i'm going to harp on it again please 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 respect the support staff who are running this tournament i'm not just talking about the tab room and the judges i'm talking about the students who are wearing the red shirts who are volunteering their time i'm talking about the people who are lovingly serving you food in the commons all day long. I'm talking about the students who are just there on campus trying to make sure they stay out of your way because they're the ones who are there every single day. Mm -hmm. Manners and simple please and thank you and even just mild respect go such a long way. So just make sure that you're really aware of that and also as always respect each other. Don't yeah. be mean. We ain't that way. Yeah, be nice. Um, but onto some lighter things, now that we've gotten through some of the heavier some stuff. lighter fare. We're going to give you some of our, our top tips for surviving the day. And I have three of them. And my number one, <laughs> the Starbucks line is not worth it. <laughs> I feel so bad every year when I see the three poor workers in the Starbucks. It's the tiniest, tiniest little inlet, mm -hmm. too. And there's a line of, like, 30 high school kids standing in line to get 
chocolate chip frappuccinos and I just feel so bad and it's not worth it do not spend the time standing in that line you're gonna regret it yep just don't bother just please don't bother number two bring another pair of shoes if you are a girl wearing heels there are multiple hills you don't know how far apart your rooms are from each other because you're maybe in one category and it could be split between three buildings each of those three rounds could be somewhere else so please be aware of that. Just bring a simple pair of flats because mm-hmm. last year I had to give out all my band-aids to kids who were not on my team because I literally saw a girl bleeding into her shoes. Oh my gosh. So just be smart about that. And that's that's for the categories that are on the college campus specifically. Yes. Because if you're on campus in the college, like you're, you might be walking to different buildings. Yes. If you're at the middle of the high school, you're you'll be, be okay. In It'll be like school. a regular you're just tournament stay there. But. Yeah, if you were at the college campus, you you there's a good chance you'll be moving between buildings throughout yes. the day. And number three, follow at the WFCA on Twitter the day of. They they post tons of information. They post out rounds there, all sorts of information that you need to know. Just follow them. Last year, an uh, incorrect room number got put on a poster, and, <laughs> and like d- the WFCA was the only place to find out that whoops, you know. Two semifinals are in the same room. Oh, no. Change it. So just take a second. Follow them now. They're not going to post a ton of stuff after that. So they're just very focused on the state tournament. It's the number one quickest way to get information the day of. Amen. My tips for surviving state. I also prepared three. One, be prepared for weather. (laughs) I don't know. Weather, yeah, all like weather. seriously, we don't all know of what it. kind of weather is going to happen. We have had bright, sunshiny, seventy degrees. Yeah, we have had snowing, yep. like three to four inches. We have had rain. We've had rain plus snow. Welcome to spring in Wisconsin, y'all. It's the it best. can change in the drop of a hat. <laughs> so please. Um, yeah, be prepared for whatever kind of weather there is because we don't know what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And again, you will be walking outside. There is 0% chance that you will get through the day without having to walk outside. So be prepared for weather. Bring a coat with a hood or an umbrella or something because the last thing you want to do is walk into a round and be drenched because somebody didn't think to bring something just in case it rained. Yes. It might rain, guys. It, Newsflash. Deal with it. Water falls from the sky sometimes. <gasps> no way! Yeah, it's true. Number two. Know how to get in touch with your kids. So this is for coaches, obviously. Um, You are (laughs) separate. Yeah. I am not talking to the (laughs) 17-year-olds who may have had, uh, you know, a child (laughs) by now. I'm not saying, like, know how to get in touch with your infant. (laughs) I am saying to the coaches, know how to get in touch with your kids because there's going to be very little opportunity for you to see them once competition starts. You as a coach are going to be judging. We yep. want our best people judging. You're a coach. You're going to be judging. You're going to be in rounds. Things might be happening. You might need to be able to get a hold of a kid or a kid might need to be able to get a hold of you. You could be in different buildings. You could be on different campuses. Make sure they have some some way of getting in touch with you um, if something happens or if you need to get information to them. Quick story. A couple years ago, one of my kids was inadvertently left out of semifinals. I had to race all around campus to find her. Because she did not have a cell phone. We are not in a world where people don't have cell phones anymore. <laughs> there should be no racing all over campus to find Especially somebody. not for Kurt. Know how to get in touch with your kids. Um, and number three, please take advantage of the on-site hospitality. The red shirts are there 
to help guide you. There's so many of them too. There's so many of them. And I know that in a normal tournament situation, you'd be able to look at the person at the ballot table and maybe ask for directions because there's a strong chance that person is from that school. The people at the ballot tables at Ripon College do not work at Ripon College. It's sad sacks like me. Who, <laughs> you are not a sad sack. Who, Deb Tross is not a sad who sack. Who are, are positioned there all day to take ballots. Um, and guess, and I've, I've frankly been doing that for the last like six, seven years. And so I have seen less of Rippin Campus than probably than anybody any else. And I don't know where the W building, I don't even know what the W building is. Uh, I believe um, that would be Todd Weir Hall and it's at the top of the hill. It's a see, building with all the glass people, windows. Boom. People I'm who, left behind and judge all the time. People who actually judge know this more Does that than make me a happy but, sack? Yes, you're a happy sack. Thanks, Kurt. Uh, just a couple of sacks here. <laughs> Um, I really don't please. think that Deb Trust would be down with you referring to her as a sack. Well, we'll see if she ever listens to this yeah, and then she, she can take yeah. it up with me if, if she, I, We're pretty sure she hasn't listened before because she still talks to us and isn't freaked out by how much we like her. So we're holding on to that one. Clearly. But if so, you are listening, Deb, you're a beautiful, wonderful creature. Absolutely. So please, please, please take advantage of those people because those of us behind the table don't know what's going on on campus at all. So take advantage of them. Um It'll be so much faster and easier for you than trying to take advice from people who don't know what's going on. Also, just grab a map, y'all. They grab a map. Coaches, you are given maps when you register. Students, your coach will hand you a map. If they don't give you a map, hunt them down and get a map. Or just make a friend with someone who's obviously looking at their map and maybe they look like they know how to read a map. Then buddy up with them, introduce yourself, become Snapchat friends, and then find your way to the right building. We've really hit a nerve with Melissa here today, folks. I am like sex. She wants you to use your map. <laughs> I want you to use... I just... I, there, there are kids who are late to rounds because they're not, they're not... They don't know where they're going and they're too proud to ask for help. Yeah. And we don't play that game. So tell me about your favorite state stories we've both been to state as coaches and as kids yes so tell me about well your i don't really stories. necessarily have like very specific memories like obviously as a coach i get such a ridiculous sense of pride when i have state champions and i've had i we we both have had them before but uh it's always been it's just a lovely feeling to get to like see someone who's worked really hard reach out that much and Curtis yelling at me because it's one of his <laughs> that was on my his, list that and was I on took my it list. I took it we both had state champs last year Kurt I know. Um, but as a student every year my team would hang out on the hill which uh, if you've been to Ripping Campus before you know there's a really large hill sort of between the main buildings and we would bring blankets and frisbees and there was always a girl when I was in high school who would bring hula hoops and we would bring like bubbles and we would just hang out on the hill as a team no matter what the weather was some years again it was super nice. Other years, we were like inside blanket forts so we had made ourselves to stay warm. But those memories were the ones that I really cherish. And I have really fun pictures of me with my teammates just like hanging out in the sunshine that I Aww. look back on fondly. And I also have memories of girls from other teams laying out in bikinis trying to get their tan on in early April. And me just being like, you do you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to look that way forever. Might as well embrace it while you got it. Yeah. But other than me stealing mine, Kurt, what are your stories? <laughs> um, I have two that really pop out. And the first one is from when I was a kid. And this was from my senior year on the team when I was a co-captain with the other half of my brain, Stephanie Yachman. And we had high expectations for State. We had gotten second place the year before. 
and it looked really good for us. We had a very strong 25. Mm -hmm. um, and we really thought if any year we were going to win state, it was that year. And so what Stephanie and I did the night before, we, we were staying at the Howard Johnson. And this is in Oshkosh back when the, the tournament was there. And uh, we made postcards, or little, not postcards, little bookmarks for everyone on the team that just had some sort of saying on it, but the, the theme of it was about believe. And then we had, you know, like the team meeting and they let us say a few words and Stephanie and I both gave a speech and, and, you know, it was like, close your eyes and imagine that moment tomorrow when like they're reading off the state you know, the, the final teams in Division One, and, you know, just picture it and believe that Sheboygan North could be number one. Um, and I love that moment. And obviously that was the year that James Madison Memorial came out of the woodwork and started winning everything. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, we were very surprised not to win first place Aww. when all of the teams we thought we needed to beat were behind us and we're still getting second place. What mm -hmm. happened? Um, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but what was really cool about that moment is there was a freshman on the team that year who, when I came back a few years later to judge at state, pulled out of his suit coat pocket that bookmark um, to say that like he had been carrying that around to forensics competitions ever since. Who was that? It was Chris Taylor. Oh! And he won Soul Humorous. That I was going to say, wasn't he state champion? He was state champion in Soul Humorous. So it was just one of those really awesome, awesome things to know that like, like, oh, we did that. You know, we inspired people. Um, and, and on the North team, that ended up becoming a tradition that the team captains now give a speech or a skit sometimes. It's, it's gotten really out of hand, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> for it is something... not, it's not okay anymore. <laughs> yeah. What went from being a motivational thing is now yeah, it's a puppet not, show. Yeah. It's literally been a puppet Shut show. Shut up. You did, <laughs> it's it's literally a puppet been a puppet show. show. Oh my yes, gosh. Yes. Is there a recording I'd like to watch it and also post it for probably. our listeners to watch? There because that sounds great. That. So any Sheboygan North grads, if you have a recording of the year when you mimicked the Harry Potter puppet thingy, with coaches. Hey, the pals. Yeah, that thing. Um, <laughs> we would like it. Uh, and then the other one is, as a, as a coach, what was really great is a few years back, um, two students I had were really strong competitors in extemporaneous speaking, and neither one of them made it to semifinals. Which happens at state. Which happens at state. And, and no matter how much we think that that is wrong, and we could try to blame other people for it, uh, really it's just the nature of the activity and both of those kids went and just did impromptu right away and like they were totally cool about it and just went and did their thing and they ended up taking first and second place in impromptu that year and so it's okay. it wasn't about the win although having a state champion is nice. nice it was about getting knocked down and getting back up and having a really good sense of humor about it and making the best out of a bad situation um that was like i was so proud of those kids um, and I hope that that's an attitude that I continue to foster in my team. I have a very specific memory of the two of them up there mm -hmm. uh, and <laughs> and me yelling, you should hold hands! Because one of my favorite things is when kids who are on the team together, even when they're just like forensics friends, are like holding hands in anticipation and mm -hmm. these two students were not going to do it for the life no. of them. But 
I, they like awkwardly hugged and I remember like, <laughs> like dying because it was just such a great moment because they were not they were obviously friends because when you're yeah. on the same team you work together a lot but they were not the kind of people who were going to like hug out their, no. their victory we're not huggers actually, no you not gotta, usually oh Sheboygan South I will hand them out but I know you, yeah. gotta, you gotta earn a Kurt hug I remember last year one of my students uh, won his category at state mm-hmm. and the like the first person to hug him was you because you'd known him and all the years because you were up there <laughs> yeah. and the first thing he said to me not what wasn't I got first or I'm so excited or look Melissa I did it it was I earned a Kurt hug and me <laughs> just being like you did it so they're obviously a really big deal but I mean yeah. everyone has really intense great memories of state and I'm I'm just so excited I'm so excited I know. It's going to there's, be so much fun. There's some big anticipation going into this weekend. Yes. So. And on Saturday, if you see us, come say hi to us. We Please don't do. We don't have like shirts or anything to wear, but like hopefully some of you know what we look like. If you come up and show Kurt or I that you like are listening to our podcast or subscribe to our podcast, we will take a picture with you and post it to our Twitter. Amen. Kurt will be at the ballot table, so he'll be a little more busy. I'll be in Harwood. But even if, I don't, I don't, I'm probably judging, but who knows where John, maybe they like think I'm cool this year and put me somewhere fancy, but probably not. You don't already know. You don't already know. So I'll be, I'll be around (laughs) judging. So if you're a student and around and you're like, hey, you're Melissa from Forensics Faces. I listen to your podcast. I will whip my phone out and take a selfie with you and post it to our Twitter page and it'll be great. So come say hello. We want to meet you and talk about how great we are, how funny we are. As a forensic community. Yes. Not just. Not just Kurt Kurt and I. Yes. But just how, how great the WFCA is and how, like, excited we are to be a part of such a really great forensics community. And the state tournament is such a testament to that. And we are so excited to participate in it. Amen. With that, I'm Kurt. And I'm Melissa, encouraging you to listen. Think. And speak. Preferably in that order. Forensics Faces is produced and recorded in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Our theme music was composed and performed by J.J. Hammeister. More info at ForensicsFaces.com. Oh.